0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at FB.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The list of correspondence and calls for the Biden administration to allow summer E15 sales in the wake of high gas prices is now a little bit longer. Leaders of the nation's corn growers are asking President Joe Biden to use emergency authority to get E15 in the nation's gas pumps starting at the beginning of June. That letter comes following outreach from biofuel groups and other interested parties requesting the same over the last few weeks. In a letter signed by National Corn Growers Association President Chris Edgington and leaders of 19 state corn grower groups, Biden is told replacing one-third of E10 with E15 would displace all of the oil previously imported from Russia. The grower leaders say blending more ethanol, not less, is an immediate step to help lower fuel prices. The Biden White House may be fielding requests to help biofuel producers, but the country's beef producers are welcoming the administration's actions on a new deal with Japan. Under a new agreement, U.S. beef would face three separate safeguards that would need to be hit before additional tariffs on American product could be hit. Previously, only a volumetric limit needed to be surpassed before an additional tariff would be applied on U.S. beef. Now, another trigger based on Japan's other trading partners and a third based on the U.S. exports of the previous year have also been added to the tariff formula. Kent Backus is a trade lobbyist for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. He said the organization is encouraged that the announcement means the U.S. is taking seriously the necessary steps to secure a long-term solution for the U.S. beef trade with Japan. Japan is a major market for U.S. beef to the tune of more than $2.3 billion in U.S. beef sales in 2021. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. You may be familiar with fertilizer availability issues, but what about the underlying causes? AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel takes a look.
1: An industry leader says the COVID-19 pandemic and natural disasters have impacted the supply of fertilizer. Jenny Martin with the Fertilizer Institute says delays in critical upkeep to fertilizer production facilities caused the beginning of a fertilizer shortage. With
2: the pandemic, a lot of manufacturers in the United States, they've had to defer some maintenance that's critical and required. And so last summer, it had to take a lot of manufacturing offline to do those repairs. And so that's impacted supply that we're seeing today.
1: Martin says weather events that occurred in the last two years also caused many facilities to temporarily idle.
2: The natural disasters that had happened back in 2021 and 2020 that impacted manufacturing. So February 2020, winter ice storms you saw in Texas, And then um, Hurricane Ida, that hit as well. So that hit um, Oklahoma, Texas, and Louisiana. And that's about 60% of total U.S. ammonia production. And so it affected their ability to keep manufacturing up for a bit.
1: Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peichel.
0: Finally today, a consumer analyst says the desire for more sustainable food options is not a vocal minority. It's a mainstream desire. Nick Faraday is the Executive Director for Food and Consumer Trends at Rabobank. Speaking at this week's AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit, he said food buyers have demonstrated a consistent desire for sustainability concerns, but that could change.
3: It has certainly uh, remained, um, either despite or because of the pandemic, important.
0: He says while sustainability is desired, the willingness to pay a premium for it is not.
3: And I think what we see is that these products often start out as, you know, in Whole Foods, right, as a premium product and and gradually through, you know, economies of scale become uh, more, the the value equation improves or the price uh, points uh, come down and becomes more accessible to a wider bunch of people. But no one willingly says, I will pay more. You know, you you wouldn't declare your hand like that normally.
0: You can see more from Faraday and the rest of the AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit content online soon at agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. There are more than 140 million acres of farmland used in conservation and wildlife habitat efforts. That's equal to the size of New York and California combined. Learn more at fb.org forward slash sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time.